Yo, what's good, my beautiful people? I want to thank you for tuning in to another review of Tyler Perry's House of Pain as well as Tyler Perry's Assistant Living. I want to thank you guys for uh, all the new subscribers who have subscribed, the people who have continued to subscribe and listen to my videos. I appreciate you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this is your first time listening to one of my videos, thank you and welcome. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. To everyone else, y'all already know, y'all family members, and y'all know how I do. And we're going to get right into this thing. Now, House of Pain opens up with Curtis sitting on the couch and I believe that Curtis is putting batteries into the remote control. And um, Miranda, Miranda is still walking into people's homes without uh, knocking, without informing them that she's coming over. I see this is a consistent thing with Miranda, especially at Ella and Curtis's house. So basically, Miranda needed a babysitter. And, you know, <laughs> Curtis was acting as if like he didn't remember the child's name who is the child, whatever. So Miranda was like, you know you wrong for that. Why are you acting like that? And her statement was lighthearted. It was not aggressive. There was no attitude in any way. And Curtis's response was, I'm acting as if my son is divorcing you. I was like, well, damn. You know, there was, there was no laugh track. There was no, you know, uh, comedic relief in that moment. I mean, it went disrespectful real quickly. I was not expecting it. I was like, well, my God, Curtis, you know, we're not going to act like Miranda was the only person that ruined that marriage because Calvin was not Mr. Perfect and Calvin did not, was not Mr. White. He was wrong in a lot of ways. So we're not going to act as if Miranda deserves all of this energy that she's getting due to this divorce. It ain't like she made all the mistakes in the divorce. I, I didn't know where that came from, but that really pissed me off. His response to her, I was like, wow. I'm acting as if my son is divorcing you. I was like, ooh. You know, I really miss the days that um, Curtis was actually comical and funny. Now, to me, Tyler has always uh, written him as a character who pushed the envelope a little bit, like some of the things that he says and his opinions on things and just the, the way that he has treated his family because he hasn't always been fair and just. Curtis, to me, has always been a bit on the mean side but it's like he always comes around and comes through. And this this season nine, he has been just like just rude. It's been borderline cruel, definitely disrespectful in a lot of ways in his actions and his words. So I really didn't appreciate that. But like I said, Miranda needed a babysitter um, for Christian because one of her big-time clients called her last minute, and, of course, she can't take the baby with her. So Curtis was basically, you know, coming up with these excuses of what he has to do. He ain't going to be able to do it. And then to make a long story short, he just said that he got whooping cough, so he couldn't be around the baby. And now he didn't cough one time until he said that. Then Miranda was like, oh, my God, why didn't you say something? So she picked up the baby, and she left. And so basically she, uh, CJ agreed to babysit Christian because CJ had his own plan. CJ wanted Malik and Lisa to watch the children, not only to watch Christian, but to also watch um, Hayden and Jaden, who were upstairs taking a nap. So Malik was like, no, nah, what are we supposed to do with them? I don't know what I'm doing. CJ leaves the house. Lisa takes up behind upstairs. And so the whole purpose was for them to work together and see how it could possibly be with raising a child of your own. So basically when CJ comes back, it's just Malik downstairs by himself. These children have completely destroyed this man's house. 
They got toys everywhere. I think they broke one of the lamps. It was just crazy. They was throwing the pillows at Malik, just being children, especially because they we found out that Malik basically let them eat whatever they wanted. So they are charged up on sugar. So when CJ comes in, he has his authoritative moment with the twins. They stop. They listen. You can tell that Christian really doesn't have any type of, um, I'll, I'm going to say pa- parenting. I think, you know, Miranda, she's his mother. But you can tell he kind of just gets what he wants. He's spoiled. He's not used to someone being authoritative with him. Because uh, CJ was like, we're going to go upstairs. And he was like, no. No, and I know sometimes you can't control kid actors, but I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. We could tell how Miranda parents her son. And so back at Ella and Curtis's house, you know, and Miranda calls um, Ella, and so basically, or wanting him to know that, you know, she called and she wanted uh, to know if Ella could babysit, and Ella was like, I would have loved to babysit. And <laughs> Curtis was like, well, who baby is that? Who, who mama? Like, who had them? And she was like, uh, Miranda had them from your only your only child, which would make him your only grandchild. I said, see, this is the mess. <laughs> I try not to be critical. I try to be cool, calm, and collected. But there is always something that makes me, the things that make it go, hmm. The things that make it go, hmm, hmm, hmm. It's Tyler's writing, okay? It's Tyler's writing. I'm trying not to be critical. There are certain things that I just, you know, don't acknowledge. I just overlook. But when it came to that, that Christian is the only grandchild, the thing that got me with that was he ain't even the first one. I could see if it was the first grandchild and they said this the only child, that would have been jacked up too. But I'm like, Christian, it's the second one. I don't even understand. The first one was Calvin Jr. We all know that. So I said, you know what? <laughs> Tyler forgets what the hell he writes. How you forget a whole child? A child that was so important to the storylines seasons ago. How do you? I said, God, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to bypass that, y'all. But that, <laughs> that was the kicker for me. That was the kicker for me. So when Malik was talking to CJ, and he basically was like, you know, Lisa left him down there by himself to take care of the kids, to watch the kids. And CJ was like, well, you're going to have to talk to her about that. Like, y'all need to have a conversation. So as he was taking the kids upstairs, he told Lisa that um, Malik wanted to talk to her. (sighs) The dialogue between Lisa and Malik just annoyed me so badly because I'm like, I can understand you having a character who this is her first time maybe being in a stable environment. I don't know because we don't know Lisa's background. But I'm like, the way that she taught, oh, my God. <laughs> that girl, it, she's just annoying. She's an annoying-ass character. And um, so I'm watching this, and this like Malik is talking very, very uh, elementary to her. She acts as if she doesn't understand what was going on. She didn't know who going to clean up the mess. Because in the beginning of the episode, Malik basically put her in front of the, the, uh, the stove because he wanted her to cook something. And I was like, Okay, there is a better way for Malik to have, could have addressed that, but okay. But this Lisa thing, and I'm like, she was like, you know, Malik said that we have to be on the same page when it comes to this. Like, we're going to be raising a child together. She's like, well, what that mean? Well, huh? I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get off. Get her off this damn screen. But <laughs> I don't know where Tyler is going with this character. I, I don't know. 
I don't know. She blames or she puts this pregnancy on everything. She's pregnant so she can't cook. She's pregnant so she can't clean. She's pregnant so she can't pitch in. I'm just like, baby girl, you ain't even showing, boo. We don't even know if you really pregnant. You ain't. I just don't know what Tyler is doing with this. But, um, yeah, so the, the episode went off with Malik just standing there like, like, how am I supposed to get through to her? How am I supposed to communicate this? But this is who you chose. You said that you love her. I was under the impression, I have to go back, but I was under the impression they've only known each other for like a month or something. Like, they haven't even known each other that long. And even in the last episode, she stated, like, we don't know each other. So watching these shows will help us get to know each other. And I'm like, I just, you know, Malik probably picked the worst person to have a child with. You know, he really did. But that's just how the show that's how the show was. That's how the show went off. It wasn't much to it. Um I loved how, you know, CJ was trying to help Malik as this is what you're gonna have to do. These are the things that you're going to have to expect. However, at the same time, there's no reason why Lisa can't do some of these things. Like you're not, you know, you can do some of these things. And that's how I feel about that. Overall, um, you know, it was a decent episode. That Lisa just whoo. Jesus, <laughs> baby, she such a nerve, honey. Um, and going into um, assisted living, um, which was entitled A Fight for Honor. So we get to assisted living, and Jeremy is upset that his daughter uh, was threatened. Um, Leah is begging him not to do anything, you know, because you're dealing with a sheriff. So we find out later in the episode that it wasn't the young man who threatened uh, Sasha, it was, or Sarah, I don't know if I got the girl name, y'all know who I'm talking about, <laughs> his daughter, so, you know, he was upset that it was a grown man who threatened his daughter, basically telling her not to um, deal with his son, or see his son, and so, Jeremy is just enraged, and I'm, I'm sitting there, because, it, because in my mind, initially, they didn't tell us what was said, so I'm thinking, okay, to tell this girl not to see his son not to deal with his son, I could understand you being upset. But to be that enraged, because I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where was the threat. If I missed it, I'm like, he just he told you, don't don't see my son, don't be, don't mess with my son, don't deal with my son. Where is the threat? The threat would have been that if I catch you seeing my son again, it's going to be problems for you and your family. That's a threat. So I'm missing where the threat was. If I missed it and it did happen, y'all please direct me y'all please tell me what was said so Leah is like I stated she's begging Jeremy not to go Jeremy he's upset he goes so Vinny comes in he sees them going back and forth and he automatically thinks that Leah is having an affair and I'm like how did you get that you know that she's having an affair I don't know but that's what Vinny was thinking and um so Cora and Mr. Brown comes and he's basically trying to tell them what, you know, what he believes that is happening. So Cora talks to Leah and Leah is basically like, you know, telling Cora that they did view the, the text messages. And she was like, Oh, you shouldn't have done that. And I told y'all last week, I didn't like that advice that Cora gave. That's your child. And you know, something is going on and she's not telling you, you have every right to find out that's you are the parent. So I don't know what the hell Cora was talking about. Um, make a long story short, because I'm not even going to get into Mr. Brown trying to cook the kids' food. That was just a waste of whatever minutes that scene was. But Cora and Leah comes back. And, you know, Leah was just like, you could tell she was like, 
really dealing with something emotional, so going through something. And um, so the daughter was like, you know, you want to tell me, like, why y'all went through my text message? She was like, not now. You know, we're not talking about this now. And the daughter was like, no, we're going to talk about this now. Is I, I said, see, 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 Tyler, that little girl got a mouth from the South. And I'm surprised that Leah hasn't went in it yet. First of all, and like I said, this new age stuff, I don't know what the hell. I'm not bargaining with my child. I'm not negotiating with my child. As long as you live in my house under my rules, you will respect me. Now, I'm going to treat you like you're a person. You're not a slave. You know, you're not an indentured servant. You are a person. You are my child. I'm going to clothe you, feed you, give you the tools that you need to be a an effective human being and someone who can contribute contribute something good and well to society, but you will not talk back to me. You will not disrespect me. And that little girl presses a nerve with me because there has not been, in my personal opinion, any correction to change this attitude or discipline because they act like they're scared of her. Now, in that moment, she could tell that Leah was not playing. This was not the time to play with your mom. So Coral was like, both of y'all need to go upstairs. You'll eat in a minute because, you know, the son, he was hungry, and I don't blame the boy. <laughs> but Coral was like, you know, y'all need to go. First of all, how I feel, there is no other person that should have a dominating voice in my kid's life other than me and the father. It To have someone else have to tell, you heard what your mama said, what? Mm-mm. That would never be me. So I don't know who these kids are that Tyler White <laughs> I don't understand. And these, excuse me, these punk-ass parents. But, I no, it's just hard for me to receive this because I just can't. I just can't. They have all the luxuries. You have a laptop. You have a phone. You can do whatever you want. But you can't listen to me and you can't respect my authority. Man, sure. Hmm. Okay. So what we find out is that... Um, Jeremy put his hands on the sheriff. So Jeremy is in jail, and they need money bailing him out. And I believe that's how the show um, went off. I'm trying to think, was there something more I wanted to discuss when it came to this show? Um, Jeremy, it's, it's just really hard for me with these parents, and I think that's one of the things that annoys me the most about the show because I do believe that it can be a, it can become a good show. It's just these parents and the 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 lacks that they have when it comes to their children and just what their children can do, say, obtain, and they're not doing anything to earn it. But you definitely won't disrespect me. Now that's what we're not gonna do. And the going with the back and the forth and being scared to say something to the daughter because I don't know how she gonna respond. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean how she gonna respond? Because, baby, you play with me long enough, you're going to be picking them teeth about the flow. Don't play with me. So I don't get it. That's <laughs> I'm not saying that I would not abuse my child, okay? So don't don't y'all don't do that to me. I would not abuse my child. However, there has to be a dynamic of them knowing that you are the authoritative figure in this household. So the things that we're seeing with these two kids, this is something that has been going on since they were children. So we know that they have developed these habits and these characteristics of not obeying their parents, of not listening to their parents, those things didn't happen simply because they moved to this place in the middle of nowhere. So I'm just like, Tyler, can we please switch this, this up a little bit? Can we please see some discipline? Can we please? I mean, they're teenagers. They're going to do certain things that teenagers do. I was a teenager once. I tried the system sometimes, but I knew I don't play with my mom. 
That smoke, I don't want. I don't even want to inhale it. I don't even want to think it's about to come out. I don't. I ain't finna play with her. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not gonna do that. Not gonna do that at all. So that's the that's the only you know thing I really have with the show and how that threat. I'm like, what the hell did the man say other than leave his son alone? I don't. I don't understand. But like I said, if I missed it, y'all y'all could tell me. If it was something I missed in the episode, y'all could tell me. Um, but uh, yeah, that's really all I have for House of Pain and um, assistant living and uh, I want to thank everybody like I said earlier who has subscribed who has given me uh, almost 17 minutes of your time I appreciate it and I hope that you will have you will have a happy new year and everything that you want to see for yourself your dreams your purpose your destiny the things you want to happen within your family your finances your career your friendships your relationships I pray that everything that you want to happen that is beneficial to you and to them and for the betterment of society that it does happen, that you begin to speak those things that you want to see, believe that they're going to happen, and just watch until, they're, until they manifest. And so that's my message for 2021. I will see y'all, hear y'all, read y'all comments, and all of that good stuff. So I see y'all. Y'all enjoy the few hours we got left in 2020. And um, I pray that everything that you want to achieve happens in 2021. I will holler at y'all later. Thank y'all for being so consistent and committed Y'all have a great one. Love y'all. Holla at y'all later. One.